What's up, guys? Welcome back. I'm Colton McCormack, and this is the Certified Wrench Podcast. Uh, I'm here with a good friend of mine, Trent Norton. What's happening, folks? We are over here in my garage drinking some beers. We're going to lay down this podcast real fast. Uh, We're going to go into uh, how we met. Uh, We're going to talk about how... how, uh, What's so funny over there? Well, we met on Christian Mingle. Oh, well. Not really. No. no. Shit, no, man. <laughs> we met on the service trucks page on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Uh, how long How long did we message each other that bullshit? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was, I was trying to find something, because we talked on Instagram, too. Uh, I was trying to find something in our messages the other day. And we used to send each other the stupidest shit when we didn't really actually know each other. Like, hey, man, check out this dump truck. You know, oh, yeah. it's badass. Like, now we're like... Yo, bitch, you know. <laughs> My wife would be like, it'd be 10 o'clock at night, and she'd say, who the hell are you talking to? And I'd be like, Colton, he's he's in California and needs help. She's like, you don't even know him. California, I was out here when I had been out here, and then I joined service trucks because I, knew, I was trying to meet some folk. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Because I didn't know nobody when I came out here. So, but we, we had never actually met in person until yeah. one day... We were at the the Haji Mart getting diesel, both of our trucks, and uh, and I just looked over and saw you, and I thought, well, son of a bitch, that's uh, it's that's the, that ugly mug. Yeah, it's the pinchy El Rey right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pinchy El Rey. I fucked that up. <laughs> what the fuck's a... <laughs> the pinchy El Rey? The fucking the fucking the king. <laughs> I fucked that all up. El Wevon. <laughs> Anyway, that's how we met uh, at the gas station, you know, and then we talked. We, uh, we gave each other a big damn hug, yeah. and it was, you know, it was, oh, it's so good to finally meet you. Yeah, you're sexier in person, but uh, yeah, we've been we've been pretty close friends ever since, uh, and we hang out all the time, and we talk all the fucking time. Um, but yeah, I wanted Homeboy here to be my first uh, guest. I shouldn't say that because my wife was on, but uh, I wanted him to be my first guest on on this trying to get this thing going about the life of a, a field tech. So here's homeboy. He's gonna tell us a little bit about uh, his background, how he got into the industry, and where he's at now. Well, man, I guess really it, it kind of kind of all started when I was just a little kid. Uh, my dad and my grandpa owned a shop together. In the in the town I grew up in, and I spent most of the time as a kid in the shop. You know, I I, I picked up on all the on all the shop lingo and you know typical trash ass mouth mechanics. It's uh it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of burned into me. Yeah. Um. That was a that was an automotive shop, and from there, you know, kind of fast forward to my high school years I went to work for a Goodyear shop in in the same town and I was there just a kid changing tires and oil filters um, until we had we had one of the mechanics there actually passed away and they needed somebody to fill his position and that guy was me I was going to ask you how that guy passed away, but I know the story now. We'll just leave that out. Man, that was kind of that was a fucked up deal. I guess I'm, 
We can't leave the listeners hanging though. All right, all right. Tell yeah, them. tell them. So it, it was it was sort of a freak deal. I mean, the guy was changing a a ballast on a fluorescent light, and he was up, like up in the metal tire racks on the second story of the shop. And I, hell, man, I guess he didn't have the breaker shut off or something, and it, 110 volts zapped his ass, and that was that was all she wrote. Yeah, no shit. So. uh Anyway, I uh, I kind of took his position, and it, it took me a long time to to have any kind of recognition as a mechanic, but uh, but I did. You know, I, I got to where I was yarding engines out of cars and changing head gaskets and, and shit like that, and I'll be honest, at the beginning, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So was this like an apprenticeship, or are you just fucking working there? It, and dude, I was... Hopefully something was going to happen. I was an 18-year-old kid on on flag hours. Oh, shit, flag hours. I mean, it was a thrown-to-the-wolves Did you ever get deal. your ass beat in hours? In the wintertime, you can bet your uh, ass I did. Man, I've done that shit. Now, we had... They had a, a minimum flag hour guarantee, but... After I did it for a while, I got pretty, I got to where I could bust them out pretty quick. You know, that, oh, yeah. that six-hour Duramax <laughs> water pump job, uh, you, you <laughs> yeah. could do that in, in an hour or so and make pretty damn good money, and then you're off to the next one. Hell, yeah. I'm, I'm glad the heavy equipment industry doesn't really rely on that shit so much. Mm, yes and no, but... At least where I'm at. Uh, so how long did you work over there? Probably five years. I mean, oh, I don't. Shit. I don't have the the dates yeah, in my yeah. head. But I uh, I did that for a while, and from there I had an opportunity to come work for a Volvo dealer, Volvo construction equipment dealer, and I I went over there, did that for a while. I was in the shop, just pretty much learning all their systems. And I I was in the shop for about a year, maybe a year and a half. I'm not real sure how long. And then I'm, from there, I went straight into a service truck. And what kind of shit did you work on over there? I don't even know what they work on. Well, it was mostly, uh, I mean, you know, smaller construction construction sized excavators. They didn't do any paving stuff over there, do they? Do they? Oh yeah, because I know yeah, they... we we had we had Volvo pavers. I I never really messed with any of them. And then I know you worked on uh, Hitachi machines. But, or no, uh, was it Hitachi? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were Hitachi dealer. Orange too. dealer, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were the good ones. Yeah, I, I still work yeah. on a couple of those at my job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, so, but anyway, I, I found myself uh, working on a lot of the 40-ton wiggle wagons. You know, <laughs> the A40Ds, A40Fs, right when Tier 4i was coming around and man it kicked every one of us right in the balls yeah and uh that was that was kind of a learning curve but once you figure it out i mean hell it's all the same it's fucking easy you got a dpf with yeah. fuel and fire it works or it doesn't mm-hmm. so you ever you ever seen a dpf so plugged up the engine won't run i have one time but that was on a that was on a komatsu machine i saw that on a skid steer one time and i couldn't believe it and turned out I'm pretty sure the rings were bad, and it had such... You take the oil cap off, and it was just blowing air out like an air compressor, man. It was insane, but oh, they plugged damn. up that DPF. I'm like... So I put a DPF on it, and I'm like, it's just going to plug back up. 
you know, oh, we just need to keep running it. What the, what the fuck ever? That's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the one that I saw that was plugged up so bad it wouldn't run. It was on a it was on a small excavator, you know, like a two ten size machine. And dude, this bastard it would not even hardly try to start. And there were some guys on the job site that were feeding that thing some uh, some Bill Cosby in a can, trying to get her to light <laughs> off. You know, they're yeah. you know just just feeding the corn to it. It's okay, it's okay. You know, that's what they were saying. And it, it's, it's fucking not okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off track there. Oh, that, that's no, that's that was that needed to be said. That was, that was fucking funny. Um, when did you get into a truck over there? I got into a truck about a about a year after I started, and really I've been in a truck ever since. Um, I found myself in the damn landfills a lot, mm. and I learned what it meant to hate life. Yeah, shit, <laughs> wearing a sperm suit. And no shit. kidding, man. Crawling <laughs> around underneath the machine, drop belly pans, and get. Popped in the dome with a used tampon or a shitty diaper or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes you question your your life choices. Well, like I told you before, I that my biggest fear working at the landfill, working on track machines, is you know ho- hoping not to see a fucking body part or arm or something sticking out of the tracks. And <laughs> that was like the biggest fear. <laughs> <laughs> see, man, but there's guys, there's guys out there that just take that shit dude i mean that's that's all they do day in and day out and i hey much respect to those folks because Mm -hmm. i don't have it in me no way i I feel like i've kind of did my time like no i'm I'm glad to be out of the dealership don't have to deal with that no more oh yeah so So, um kind of fast forward to to where i'm at now i left the volvo dealer and jumped fence went to the Komatsu dealer. Now, now, when he says jump fence, he literally means the fence. We hop at the fence. Yeah, you threw your tools right over, huh? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I jumped uh, straight into a service truck at the Komatsu dealer, and I've, that's where I'm at currently. Why uh, you didn't get into why you left Oh. The Volvo dealer. What was your reasoning? Because I'm pretty sure we have the same reasoning. It was it was just a management change, you know, and you know, the them folks they got peanut butter, no jelly. You know? <laughs> we, we just couldn't we couldn't make it work. Peanut butter, no jelly. <laughs> so Kool Aid, no sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was me and me and another guy. Initially, we left kind of at the same time, and then after that, there was there was four. I think four other guys. We all jumped ship and went to the Komatsu dealer. And shit, we're still there. Yeah, I'm. I imagine it's 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 a good thing so far. Yeah. In the what five years you've been there? Yeah, yeah, it's been good, man. I I feel like I've kind of found a niche. I've really ever since I've been there, I've only worked for um, a couple different uh, different customers. Um, mining companies here in the north texas area and since then as a as a matter of fact uh january 1st of this year i've become a a resident tech for one of them and just in case let's uh 
explain what a resident is, just in case, because some guys might not know what that is. Yeah, yeah, I damn sure didn't know what that meant <laughs> um, <laughs> before I before I came to work here. But pretty much, you you work for the customer, and you you drive the dealer service truck and get a paycheck yeah, you're, from the dealer. You're contracted as a technician to yeah. this company. Yeah, so I'm under a I'm under a one year contract as of right now. Oh no shit. Um you work on anything and everything that's there on site. Do you, um, do you have limited hours you can work there or do they let you work whatever? I think they have it at 55 hours a week for yeah. now, but it's it, dude, you can work oh, whatever the hell you want to. Yeah, cuz I that. I know when I was a resident it was 50 hours and that was it, but 2 hours a day was drive time for me, so it was it was easy money. Yeah. Yeah, well, and right now they—I mean—they pay me travel. I don't—I don't know how all the billing and stuff <laughs> works. I—I yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm just there to Do fix stuff. But yep. uh, but so far it's it's been cool, and really, really, I've been that for the last three or four years. It just hasn't been official until now. Yeah, no contracts binding you. Yeah, yeah, but with that deal, you know, it it doesn't matter if if I'm working on a. HD seven eighty five, you know, a hundred ton truck or a, a damn a cat skid steer or, or a, a weed a, eater. A weed eater, <laughs> you know, if they if the shit's broke, we'll we'll fix it. Yeah, I love that that resident life, man. That's kind of what I do now. I mean, I'm a resident, but I work for the fucking company, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, you still you do whatever or whatever they've got broke, man. Water pumps, water trucks, you know, backhoes, excavators, you name it. No, yep. but. Yeah, no, it, the resident life is a good gig, man, and uh, it's guaranteed hours, you know. It's guaranteed hours, you know, and, and me and myself, there's, it mostly revolves around around 100-ton haul trucks. Yeah. And so, I think it's kind of neat. They've got, hell, I don't know how many there are. Hit the fucking microphone. Yeah, I smack <laughs> the shit out of that That's thing. okay. That's okay. We leave it. <laughs> it's okay. Um. It, it's neat, though, because I've been around the machines, the, the Komatsu machines that I'm working on anyway. I've been around them since they were new. You know, we put them together. So anything that's been done to the machines, I know what's been done to it because, really, I'm the one that's done it for the most part. Or yeah, you get to know the operators personally, and that's that's a big deal, you know, compared to, like, like your gig, you mm-hmm. pull up on a job site. Hey, what's wrong with this machine? Well, that goddamn thing, it it won't hardly regen. You it know? ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> ain't got no gas in it. It's got low power. Well, now you know what's funny about that. Sidetrack. I I think I told you this, but I went to a job site. Uh, I don't remember this earlier this week, and they were complaining because it was cold as shit outside that the heater wasn't working in the in the excavator. I tell you about that. No. And they they no it no work. You know, and uh, <laughs> do you know what it was? Just take a wild guess. Why wasn't the heater working in this cat machine? I don't know. I'm sure a bunch of guys that are going to hear this are going to know what it is. Cabin air filter the plugged up. motherfucking valves on the engine that connect the heater hose to the engine were shut off. Get out I'm like, here. you guys can't check that shit. And the foreman knew. He's like, yeah, I, I know it has valves on it. I didn't want to check it because I didn't want to get in trouble. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I just came out here for nothing, <laughs> you know. We used to get a lot of that shit, man. The, the, the Komatsu loaders. Really, any any machine. You know, they've got 
on under the accelerator pedal or the mm-hmm. brake pedal, they'll yeah. get dirt, dirt packed up underneath yeah. the pedal. And you ask them before you even travel to the job site, you'll say, "Hey, is is the floor cleaned out?" Oh yeah, yeah, we <laughs> we cleaned that thing out yesterday. <laughs> and you show up, and there's a wheelbarrow worth of shit. Yep. crammed underneath the brake pedal it, it's no moving too good <laughs> <laughs> yeah or the one i have a big issue with operators is you know you go out for a complaint like the ac's not working and you get out there and the motherfucker's leaking hydraulic fluid everywhere it's like you, yeah you can't it's, report this shit you're more worried but, about there but you want to stay cool in the air or in the in the cab yeah, and it, I don't know. Yeah, fuck but, the pumps. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about the pumps. <laughs> it's a, a piece of shit, you know. This is no digging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's where you're at now. Uh. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've uh, I've been here for shit. You've been at the site for months now, but you just. Well, now it's official. I mean, call it call it what it is. It's <laughs> five and a half years, really. Yeah, yeah. Even I, I was up in that area too for a while. But um, man, let's uh change it up a little bit. Um, what's a a typical day look like for you out in the field? I would say any more really. Um, you know, get ass up in the morning. and uh, (laughs) drive to the plant and see sign in can't forget to sign in Mm -hmm. see see what's on the on the go line when you get there and that'll that'll pretty well tell you how your day's gonna go um but any so so this week for example i've i've been kind of doing a a powertrain rebuild on a haul truck so you know yard the engine transmission out of that thing and that's that's what I've done the last couple days. On a on a typical week when it's busy, though, man, there's no telling what's going to be. Yeah, it it changes. That's it's a hard question to ask in our industry because, um, you know, one day I could be in the shop all day, and nothing really going on, and then the next day it's balls to the wall and sixty five machines down. You know. Yeah, so and then <laughs> and then you've got the missus texting you. Are oh, you yeah. going to be late? Yeah. What time are you going to be home? Uh, when I pull in the driveway, god damn it. Yeah. Well, I need to know when to start dinner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what about, like, uh, loves and hates of the, the trade? Uh, I wouldn't say trade because people are going to think, well, that's that's construction. But, no, love and hate of the, the life of a field tech. <sighs> Man, there's there's a lot of I don't know how to how to put this. There's a big divide, it seems. Yeah. Uh, between between the sales group and the service group, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's across the board. Yeah. Um, it I wouldn't imagine it would make any difference what dealer you're at or if you're even at a dealership. Uh, the guys calling the shots and the guys putting the points on the scoreboard are two totally different kinds of folks. Yeah. And it at the, at the end of the day, sometimes it's a real ball buster, man, because they aren't the guys that are laying underneath a dozer 
<laughs> fucking taking used tampons to the forehead. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, I, can, I can see where you're going with that, but, um, you know. I, I guess what I meant is it seems like sometimes those are the guys that are the ones that say, well, isn't it just a simple quick fix? Yeah, and they're not. I have a big, with what you're talking about, you know, these guys that are, your bosses, technically, or your dispatchers, sometimes they've never even turned a wrench, and they think it's something simple when, you know, changing main bearings on an engine while it's still in the machine, <laughs> it yeah. sounds easy, but yeah. it ain't sometimes, and uh, yeah, no, I, I'm definitely picking up what you're putting down, <clears throat> uh, leading off of that, you know, um, I, I think there's a big divide, just even with the uh, shop techs and and field techs when you're at a dealership oh there is it and it's huge it's huge um i remember you know being being at the old at the john deere dealer and they'd have like a barbecue or something and everybody would be invited and you'd go in and get food or something and the shop techs would be looking at us field techs like what the fuck are you doing here this is our food you know <laughs> right like, get right. fucked I'm the reason why you're getting work in here because I'm sending shit to the shop that we can't fix in the field. That's that's right, man. And it and it's a damn shame that it has to be that way, but man, I I think that's just the way it's going to be. It's always going to be that it's, way. It's not going to be any different. But you know, and, and on my side of the fence, we do have some shop guys that are they're not retired. They're not anywhere near retiring, but they're. I guess you'd call them ex field mechanics, and they they get it. You know, yeah. they they savvy the bureau. They yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, and kind of with what we were just talking about. I mean, it, it led into my my next question, which was if there's anything you could change in the industry. Uh, would you change anything? Do you uh you can take a minute think about this. I'm, and uh, I can I can take it from here if you need me to. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. man. Okay. Let's see well, what you got. <laughs> well, you know, just uh, like I said earlier, uh, something I would change definitely is uh, I can't, I don't really I can't really say this anymore since I'm not at a dealership, but you never know. I could I could go back one day, but uh, when it comes to management, this is the whole reason why I got out of the dealership life is I had a big problem with management. Um, they they bring a lot of people in that have no experience turning yeah. wrenches you know yeah. they're pulling dudes in because they're part of the buddy club and they're getting jobs and it i just had a really big issue with it because things seem so much simpler when you're behind a computer and you're not actually out doing shit and then they add another thing to you such as you know log books and making sure you're taking care of log books i, I it's not that big a deal but it's just another yeah. fucking thing. Right. And, right. you know, they. I had to have a CDL to drive the truck I was in, and there was no need for it. That's just because they wanted to keep track of us with a logbook. Yeah. And, you know, I I missed the, the, the dealership life for sure, but <clears throat> when it came to management, man, I couldn't take it no more. Micromanagement and... Uh, you know, when it, even when it came to, I had issues with my truck, and it was like pulling fucking teeth to get it fixed. 
yeah transmission issues blah 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 blowing out airbags <laughs> it was an air ride truck blowing out airbags you know <laughs> it was ridiculous and i just got burned out so what about you got anything now we can we can pass it up man if you if you want and no i i think i would i would say if i could make a change you know it Dude, we're not going to be able to do this shit forever. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to do it. Our bodies, they they won't take it. On the dealer side of things, it I don't know this, but it seems like the next step up is to be a dispatcher. Yeah. I, I, it seems like that's unless that's what's next. Unless you fall into a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity becoming service manager or something. You know? Right, but, right. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do either of them. So what the <laughs> hell is there? Yeah, you know, we can't pick anything else to do in the trade or like any type of trade because you'd have to start over, which means less pay. You know, you're gonna wherever you start. Say, if I wanted to go become a plumber or something, exactly, you're gonna start out at fifteen bucks an hour or whatever they're paying for a apprentice. Yeah, and I'm making way more than that. I couldn't afford to do that. Well, and I've already learned the other trades, man, that's that's a totally different deal. <laughs> I mean, shit, I had you over at my house helping me put baseboards in. Yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't know how to do it at first. Yeah, it's tough. And, you know, it's actually talking about that, I've kind of learned that I'm really good at carpentry and framing, plumbing, electrical, blah, blah, blah. If I wanted to go out, get more experience than that and start my own business or something i wouldn't even know what fucking tools i'd need yeah (laughs) i've got a lot now but i wouldn't know what the fuck i need see and i dude i don't have that in me i mean if my if my wife asked me to build our our little boy a bookshelf it'd fucking be made out of one inch plate (laughs) you know (laughs) and i ain't trying to do more fucking tile man yeah yeah man (laughs) that was a bitch (laughs) <laughs> but uh so uh i know a lot of people give you shit about this but why is your truck always so clean huh? <laughs> oh shit man <laughs> oh you're another one <laughs> dude the only way i know to put it is i live in the thing yeah and i damn sure couldn't afford to buy one myself so by damn i'm gonna take care of it like it's mine um i just like i just like it clean no, I got you, man. You know, and I and working working in a mine, it's tough. Oh yeah, because every day, be damned if I don't end up following the water truck out the gate. <laughs> but it's, I don't know. I, I just like it clean. Well, uh, mad props to you because I I I have an F five fifty man. And I have a hell of a time keeping it clean. But I've been trying to be better about it. It's pretty straight, man. Yeah. I bet you you or either me or you anybody could ask us a damn stranger could ask us where whatever is on that truck and mm-hmm. we could yeah. tell them. But sometimes you have those days where you open the wrong fucking drawer even though you've been doing this for 15 years or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, and sometimes sometimes it's a mess, man. Like <laughs> my uh my welding leads on my truck are a, are a big mess. Did I, did I tell you about that the uh-uh. other day? Uh-uh. So I was I was working on some stuff at my house and the shop, and I had my I had my leads strung out, and I'm rolling them up right. I get them spooled up on the reel, 
and I'm almost all the way rolled up, and I could smell like this stank, man, stank. <laughs> and I rolled that welding lead up, and the stinger, like, brushed my side as I was rolling it up. And dude, I drug that welding lead all the way through a pile of fresh dog shit. <laughs> And had it all rolled up. I wasn't even paying attention. It was slung everywhere. <laughs> you didn't tell me about that. That's great. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Um, well, before we get to our next little segment, Dale, but uh, do you have any idea, like, if you want to get out of this in the same industry, what you want to do next? Well, even though we kind of just talked about that. You know, for the foreseeable future, I I think I'm happy right where I'm at. Yeah. Because, okay. like you said, I I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I other than this, even if you were offered a um like a, a service management position, I'm I'm sure you're probably the same as me. I'd go stir crazy in a fucking office. I think I would. Um, I would I would I would damn sure consider it. I think. Yeah. But. At the same time, I've seen what that position has done to fellow field mechanics. Mm-hmm. I've seen guys, you know, damn good seasoned techs, you know, 20-year veterans, take the service manager, or not even service manager, say dispatcher position. Dude, they don't last six months. Yeah. They're, they're hating life, and all they want to do is get back in their truck. Yeah, and sometimes they get a little bit of an ego deal. Too. maybe so maybe, maybe <laughs> i've noticed so. that a little bit but uh, but on the flip side of that the dispatchers or the service managers i feel like i'm not gonna say should have been field mechanics yeah but should at least have some experience yeah no that's for sure i agree but uh i don't know man we can i uh i posted a deal on the certified wrench uh, Instagram yesterday asking folks, you know, with this podcast going on, what's kind of some of the topics they'd like to hear about or discuss if they ever come onto the podcast. And I, there was a bunch of good ones, but a couple that stuck out to me, uh, one that really stuck out to me was uh, a younger guy asked, uh, you got any advice for younger younger guys wanting to get into the trade? And uh, I've got plenty of advice, but Let's hear yours first. Oh man, that's that's a good question. Um, I would say, hands down, the most important advice for the younger guys is listen and follow closely to the old timers. Um, it's getting to the point where there's not a whole lot of old timers left, and there's not exactly a line of new folks beating the door down wanting to get into this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, me, myself, I never, I never did go to any kind of trade school or UTI or any of that kind of stuff, man. I just got out in the truck and I, and I started doing it and I feel like what helped me the most when I first got into it is having those guys to mentor me and to fall back on. Now they, they'd let me fuck up. Don't get me wrong. They would (laughs) let me, they would let me, uh paint myself in a corner but they were always there to help me get out and i'll tell you what when you do that you learn from it and it will never happen again um i guess i guess for an example i had a 
in my my Volvo days, I was putting a, a cylinder head back on a D16 <clears throat> Volvo engine, and there's a small part where the head gasket has to have some silicone against the, I guess you'd call it the rear timing cover. Sure. I don't know nothing about Volvos, so. <laughs> well, anyway. Volvos, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you've got to put a pretty decent size bead of pookie, yeah, pookie in there to get it sealed off. And uh, and I, I didn't put too much. And I had a I had a coolant leak on a <laughs> brand new head gasket. And then ended up dragging it all back apart again. And he, <clears throat> he said, well, next time you'll. You'll know. use a little more, won't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, at that point, about all you can say is yes, sir. <clears throat> yeah. So, I guess my my advice if 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 you're not in the trade yet, or you're wanting to get into it, or just starting out in it, make your fucking brain a sponge, and do not be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. Yep. Ask even if it's stupid. I'll have a stupid answer for you. <laughs> or I might just look at you like you're fucking retarded, but I'll still help you out. But, yeah, uh, like he said, I mean, there, there's a lot of people, you know, retiring, and uh, there ain't nobody wanting to to get into the trade hardly, you know, no. and it's hard to find people. No. And if you find people that are new they're going to be in the shop for a while so you're kind of fucked um, yeah well and in this deal <clears throat> i mean we're not <laughs> we're not putting timing belts on honda civics yeah. you know it's if you if you fuck up it could be a lot of money yeah um just a few weeks ago i was i was showing kind of a new guy how to how to shim a bed on a haul truck and you know that's something where if you if you don't shim it right, you know it could be a few millimeters off. Yeah, um, no shit, dude. You'll you'll the frame will crack out. Really? That's something that's got to be it's got to be right. It's got to be done right, and it's got to be done by somebody that gives a shit. <laughs> um, that, that's just an example of of some of the stuff that can go wrong if you don't ask. Yeah, no, that's for sure. And I still remember. <laughs> sometimes being in this trade you gotta fucking think on the fly and come up with some shit <laughs> and you'll remember this as soon as i talk about it but the time you called me and like i gotta i gotta watch this voltage but i gotta be back at the back of this dump truck to see the voltage and so you had your work phone and your personal phone oh, and you man. facetimed yourself <laughs> that that was for uh setting up potentiometer voltage for a for a bed angle sensor <laughs> and it worked like a fucking charm and you know what i do it every damn time yeah tricks of the, tricks of the trade but i mean shit you come up with to help yourself but uh back to back to uh new guys i mean i i like to recommend if they're asking you know school or or uh you know getting into it I always recommend being an apprentice, you know, find your ass a little hole in the wall shop or automotive shop or something, even a dealership that might want to take some chances on you and yeah. train you. But if you can get into, let's say John Deere, Caterpillar, 
Komatsu, does Komatsu put on any type of training programs? Uh, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, we have several kids that are that are they. So they're going through the school mm-hmm. part of the time, and then the rest of the time they're working, working. in in the shop, and yeah. they're drawing a paycheck while they do it. Yeah, see, that's cool right there. Um, I always recommend if you can get in with a a heavy equipment dealership and do one of their college courses or whatever they want to call them do it and then whenever you can do their training you know to be certified in machines fucking do it take advantage of it because you learn so much you know uh komatsu has their uh i think they just call it komatsu university Mm -hmm. and caterpillar has their think big deal you know those are both that's kick-ass stuff i wish i would have had the opportunity to go but man, I mean, hell, when I was at that age, yeah. it was time for me. I had to get my ass in gear. Yeah, you know, I had things like <laughs> water and shelter <laughs> to, <laughs> to pay for. <laughs> yeah, I remember being, you know, a junior, uh, maybe sophomore, junior, something like that in high school, and finding out that the local college did it had a cat program, and I wanted to go. Yeah, but. That would have meant I would have had to go to college, get my associates, and I fucked that shit. I, I hated school, man. I wanted out of it, and I knew my ass wasn't going to college. So, yeah. I next step, you know, get a little bit of a job, and then bug whoever you got to bug to get a job. I uh, I pissed around with college for a little while. I had some ag science major I was headed after, and. Really, by the end of it, I would have ended up with nothing but a damn liberal arts degree. Yeah, and I mean, fucking hell, college loans. <laughs> what the hell are you going to do with that? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no bueno. Um, I think we had another couple of questions. A good... Uh, oh, here's a good one. Uh, avoiding burnout. Ooh. That's a good one. I, I feel like I've been there a couple times. Um really the only advice that i think i've got on that is just take a step back and think about what part of the job makes you the most happy and just do that um you know that's kind of like me where i'm at doing what i'm doing and working for the customers that i'm working for you know i'm i don't find myself on the side of the freeway anymore on on a paver job or or that stuff that i just hated you know i'm I'm not in the landfills that was the stuff that caused me to to really knock my dick in the dirt yeah um anymore it's just another day do you want to know my advice on how to to avoid getting burnt out at your job what it is learn how to say no yeah yep say no I remember working 60, 70 hours in one week, and then, hey, can you work tomorrow? Which was a Saturday. Yeah. Like, no. I've got plenty of hours. I need, to, I need to breathe. You know, I used to go to West Texas a lot, working at the deer dealership, and, man, th- those motherfuckers will take tolls on you because we were doing week-long, two-week-long. Some of the guys were doing month-long, mm-hmm. and you're working seven days a week most of the time. And Except for, I think, we started having to do 24-hour resets, because of the logbooks. Yeah. But half the guys didn't do that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that, learn how to say no, for sure. Um, and uh, just like everybody else says, your work, if something happens to you, 
they can replace you just like that. That's right. That's right. So fucking take care of yourself for sure. And kind of to add on to your learn how to say no comment, there there's more to that. Um, say no outside of work also. True. You know, so-called friends that call you when their shit won't start, quit worrying about that. That's something <laughs> it, it took me a while to figure that out. But now that I've got a, a wife and a family to take care of, you know, a, a case of beer for changing brakes on a pickup truck, that, that's not going to work anymore. No, you know? <laughs> no. My, my, my labor rate's $80 an hour. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, but I, I kind of, I, I jumped a little bit too far ahead um, with the last thing. But going back to the new guys and starting out, what a... What's your take on schooling versus apprenticeship? Well, the apprenticeship, I don't, I mean, I'm not really familiar with it. I would think it's yeah. a good deal. I would think it'd be better than schooling. Because but this is, but this is like, I'm talking like UTI and shit, and then trying to go be a tractor mechanic after learning about diesels. Right, right. You know, and tra- versus, trucks and cars and disc brakes and... Versus being an apprentice on the job? Even... Even being an automotive mechanic like I was, like I said, I had four years on apprenticeship. Yeah. And so that made it easy for me to transition. It was hard, but it, it made it easy because um, like, I, I knew how an engine worked. I knew how a transmission worked. I knew how to take tires off and shit, you know, so it was easy. But my take, or do you have a take on it, like UTI versus apprenticeship? Man, as far as the apprenticeship goes, I would I would say like the apprenticeships that they do in Canada, you know, the Red Seal stuff, mm-hmm. that's a good way to really weed out the guys that are serious and the guys yeah. that are just bullshitting. Yeah. You know, because anybody in the U.S., anybody can show up with a sack of tools and say, well, I'm a mechanic. Yeah. And if you can fuck dude if you can fog a mirror they'll hire you because they just need warm bodies <laughs> yeah at, the, at this point with the shortage yeah no. um but up there if you're a red seal mechanic you've got your shit together yeah i really wish there was something like that here hmm. yeah i've never thought of it that way but my take on that like i nothing against schooling for sure but i just feel like you get a better start and better experience if you're doing the job for sure instead of sitting behind a desk oh yeah for sure just jump in man it's when i got into a truck it was a it was a sink or swim bitch kind of deal and and here i am did you swim i'm just kidding (laughs) so uh what do you think we should get into now oh what what were some other questions these guys asked so one guy asked uh it says that almost could have been really bad moments. <laughs> Me and you ought to have some stories for that. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I've got a good one. But I had a. This was kind of recent, maybe a year or so ago. Is this the one I know of? Probably so. Okay. So I was, I was changing a water pump on a on a forty ton. Oh yeah, I know this one. Komatsu truck, <laughs> and had all the antifreeze drained into a 55-gallon drum that had no lid. It was just an open-top drum, and I had just set a trash bag over it. 
and I had the drums sitting right next to the truck, and it was probably waist high. So I just had a little a little stool, you know, a little thug ladder <laughs> that I was <laughs> <Thug> getting <left. laughs> that I was getting up and down this truck with, mm-hmm. and man, I'd been jumping up and down off that damn thing all day long. Got down one last time to get a few tools, button up the new water pump, and dude, I'll be damned if I didn't jump right into that drum of, of coolant. And it wasn't full, but it probably had, I don't know, 35, 40 gallons of coolant in it. And, I mean, I'm, I'm not small, dude. I'm, I'm man-sized. Dad bod. <laughs> Dad bod all the way. <laughs> and somehow... I was inside that drum, folded like an accordion, with my ass sitting on the bottom of the drum. Man. And I, there was nobody around. It was me all by myself. That's scary. I, I don't remember how I got out of it, but shit, dude, if the drum was any fuller, I could have I drowned in it yep. just as easy. That scares me, man. Just thinking about that. That's crazy. <laughs> Fuck. I, I guess I, I, didn't, I didn't fall backwards off the truck. But I was like hopping. Yeah. I had been hopping up and down, and I I hopped backwards off that thing, and there my ass was. You know what I hear with that up and down all day, same old thing all yeah. day. Complacency. Complacency, man. Here's another complacency deal. <laughs> um, and this just shows when you get slammed, man. When you get busy, this is how easy it is. I was working on a haul truck, had the had the bed up in the air, man. I'm working on the on the drive line between the engine and the torque. Mm-hmm. About two hours goes by, and I was working on another machine, kind of two of them simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And I get up there to work on it, and I noticed the bed had crept down a little bit. No shit. Dude, I, my oh. stupid ass, I didn't pin the bed. And that's the first thing. That's some, <laughs> shit, I pin the bed before I throw wheel chocks down. Damn. <laughs> no shit. That's something, I mean, it's just burned in my brain, yeah. man. It'll never happen again. You, you ever uh, worked on the wrong machine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done that. I've done that. I did that shit. That was a couple years ago, but... Uh, Almost could have been bads for me, man. I uh, was, we had a, my current job, this is actually, I don't know, six, eight months ago. And uh, I think I told you about, or showed you the pictures, that 850D that they rolled over in the ditch, crushed the cab on. Oh, yeah. Well, they, when they, when that left side went down in that, that, (laughs) somebody's gassy. uh, Get out of here, babe. (laughs) uh, Damn. When they rolled that, that left side into that ditch it pushed the top of the track over the roller so i had to loosen the the track to get it back on and i didn't have my hard hat on and i was up inside this track loosening the tension on it and for some reason i went and got my hard hat on and i don't know why i just did and i loosened that track and it was coming down a little bit and all of a sudden that fucking track just dropped and it hit me in the head and it fucking threw me for a loop. And could you imagine right in the center of the top of my head if I didn't have the, the hard hat on? It Split your wig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the, a recent one, man. That that scared the shit out of me. But, yeah, complacency, man. Got Just got comfortable not fucking wearing a hard hat. 
safety vest, all that bullshit, you know. You can always tell when you're getting complacent when you're out working and you're complacent. <laughs> Field tech life. Uh, driving somewhere and not even realize you drove there. Yeah. <laughs> all oh, the yeah. time. Um, got any good fuck-ups? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a good one, so hurry up. <laughs> Dude, I was I was green. I didn't know shit about anything on equipment. And I was... I, it was when I was in the shop at the Volvo dealer. And uh, <laughs> I was doing a PDI on this paver. It's a, it's a little, like a Lee Boy paver. Have you seen those? Yeah. The orange ones? Yep. Brand damn new machine. And I moved it around. And I guess the machine had a had a loose hose from the factory like hmm. the suction one of the suction pipes was loose and it had leaked off most of the hydraulic oil and i pulled this piece of shit around the side of the shop and those <laughs> pumps were howling man you can hear Rrr! and i didn't i just thought it was i just thought it was loud. normal it's a yeah. hydrostat man like damn this thing this is a noisy piece of shit who would run this you know <laughs> some, That's awesome. guy, some guy comes out of the shop waving his hands like shut the damn thing off dude what are you doing i said i don't know but this thing's loud like it i don't, I don't know why it's making this noise and he said yeah dude you just cost us about 20 grand <laughs> <laughs> okay mine didn't cost that much but it's embarrassing for sure um is it my turn now go right ahead um I can't remember what year it was, but it was a couple of years ago when I was still in California and working in ag division. And on the combines, if you run tracks on them, it's really stressful on the final drives. And a lot of times the nut would rip off the back of the axle and the whole fucking final would, the whole track and axle would come out and that motherfucking combine would fall to the ground. Mm -hmm. I got pictures of it on my Instagram somewhere, but, uh, I went out and put a brand new final on this motherfucker, and <laughs> I didn't even think about it, man. I put everything back together, gave it to the operator, and said, all right, you're good to go. Well, they were going to track it back to the shop because they were done cutting, and we get through the field, get on the road, and I'm following this combine to wherever they're going, and all of a sudden, you hear the motherfucker start squealing, and instantly as soon as i got up to the machine and i saw the final smoking and discolored i knew instantly i forgot to put oil in the motherfucker oh man if i'm not mistaken that final was like 11 grand brand new so i pulled it off took it back to the shop dude and rebuilt it it fucked up all the bearings everything you name it oh yeah so parts and labor is probably you know 22 at this point (laughs) probably so (laughs) went back put it on Put oil on it before I left the shop, but that was like my biggest fuck up, man. It was embarrassing because I didn't even think about it, man. I just put it on and said, "All right, go." Mm. But that was a good one for me. I learned from that. I check oil and everything now. So uh, you want to change gears a little bit? Yeah, man, sure. Um, a fella on the questionnaire deal. Um, he had a couple of good ones, but one thing that stuck out: uh, handmade tools. Oh. Uh, I've got a few. I'm sure you've got some, but let's say why you don't have them on your truck. Well, yeah, I, I do have them, but 
I, I don't keep them on my truck anymore. Uh, Mr. M Show. You'll, yeah. you'll get slapped in the dick yeah. over, <laughs> over handmade tools. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really know the the law on them, but, I mean, if you got to heat a wrench up and give it a little tweak, yeah. I would I would assume that's okay, but you can't be... You can't be building pullers and shit like that. Well, you even if you heat up a wrench, according to Imsha, I, I guess yeah, that's, you can't because that's, that's modified. Yeah. Well, it's modified, but like I've got handmade tools. I've got like for my big ass wrenches, like my inch and seven eighths and right. two inch. I've got a wrench extender that I built out of. I think it's half inch by two inch square tubing. Right. With two L's welded on each side at the end, and that's what I used to break all my big shit loose. And that thing, uh, a friend of mine named Sean gave it to me back at Deer in uh, California, and I've used the fuck out thing. I've had to re-weld it so many times, but uh, but yeah, I've got bent ass wrenches and yeah. chisels that are mushroomed over, <laughs> and I don't have yeah. to worry about M shot anymore. I definitely so. can't have that. I w- I would say the the handiest handmade tool that i ever had dude i had the i had a bucket pin off of like an 850 yeah. i mean a big son of a bitch and i welded a couple of d-rings yep, onto I've it i've got one sitting right over there in the garage here i mean you see somebody hitting it with their purse and it's not moving <laughs> you get that son of a bitch out yep. and it'll it'll move fuck Wait, speaking of that i forgot that one there and i was setting up an 870 at, uh in midlothian yeah um, yeah you know the place I'm talking about, and uh, we couldn't get one of the pins out. I think it was the boom to stick pin. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get it out, so I had that deal on my crane up in the air. And they took that fucking loader, man, and pushed that pin out. That's the scariest thing, because oh, yeah. that that battering ram, whatever you want to call it, that I built, that thing could have twisted sideways at any minute, and that loader could have just boom out. right into that boom. But yeah, it worked, but it was scary, man. So handmade tools, though, man. You, as far as Impsha's concerned, your whole truck, dude. You got to keep a tight ship because they'll bust your ass. Even yep. if even if your truck's straight, if if an Impsha inspector wants to find something and get you, he's gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, just a fucking backup alarm. They'll get that your ass. Backup alarm. Everything has to be labeled. You know, you can't you can't just have gas and fuel cans. They have to be labeled. Um, yeah. I mean, the list I could go on well, all I mean, night. I imagine, because your trucks, I've always learned that, you know, people told me over the years working on IMSHA sites that as long as your cab's clean and they can see through your windshield and see your dash is clean, yeah, they won't fuck with you. But if you got papers and shit, they're automatically going to go right to your truck because it looks like shit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, es- I, and especially in the back of the truck, too. Yeah, and... Your truck's pretty tidy. I'm sure they'd be like, open the door, and like, oh, yeah, well, I'm not even fuck with this guy. <laughs> well, mean, they they've done that before, but I've I've been inspected pretty good too. Yeah, you know, I've had them ask, you know, why is this wrench bent? It, <laughs> oh, it fuck, it fell under the track and yeah. I ran over it. <laughs> That's say, it. And you have to say yeah. shit like, well, I guess I ran over it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a. I've got a few pry bars that that actually happened to, but they're in the trash somewhere now. Yeah, but, you know, a, lo- a lot of these guys on this questionnaire they asked uh, going independent, but I think we're gonna hold off on that and get somebody like 
Like Chris. Like Chris. Chris Hadley of Hadley's Field Service or one of these guys that are independent. And uh, I'll have you back on this and we'll talk. We'll try to get more information on that because at one time I was going to do it, but I'm in such a a great job now. I don't think I want to even go out on my own. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, you guys, you guys definitely uh, came up with some good, good discussion topics, but I can't cover them all today. And uh, I'd like to get the guys that actually do some of these topics, you know, on the on the podcast and bullshit with it. I uh, we're sitting at uh, about an hour now. You uh, you want to wrap this thing up? Let's or? let these fuckers go to bed. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Is there uh, anything you want to finish this thing out with, or? Man, I guess uh, I guess really, if you're if you're a mechanic or a field mechanic, whatever kind of mechanic you are. Be proud of what you do. Yep. Um, you guys literally keep the world moving. Yep. That's that's a way to look at it at the end of the day. Um, yep. People bring you shit that wasn't good, and you make it good. Sometimes. Sometimes. You got to fall up behind you shop guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shop guys love you. But, uh... Yeah, man, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we're still still figuring this shit out, but uh, my boy Trent here, he's uh, he's probably going to be on a lot of these podcasts with me. He's going to be my quote-unquote co-host, but not here all the time. As long as I can quit wrestling with these damn headphones. <laughs> and burping and farting. And <laughs> well, that's just part of it, man. But yeah, uh, y'all can find me on uh, on Instagram at CertifiedWrench underscore podcast. And uh, we're on all the streaming streaming deals now. Uh, Apple, Spotify. Uh, still waiting on Pandora. They said four to six weeks. Um, so and yeah, if you uh, if you need to email me, certifiedwrenchpodcast at gmail dot com. And uh, y'all uh, have a good one. Yeah. Later. See you guys.